Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We understand family was God's design, and yet, our families can often be the place in our lives where we're the most ungodly. In this podcast, we're hoping you find encouragement from God's Word, as well as practical ways the gospel can touch down in your own life, your home, and your family. We also hope to share some laughter, great stories, and let you know you're not alone, no matter your season or circumstances. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We are so glad that you've decided to join us today. We are Travis and Stephanie Armstrong. We are from Grace Church Family Ministries, and this is a podcast of Family Ministries. Yeah, and we're really excited to be with y'all today. And uh, sorry, my y'all, my fixing come out every once in a while because I'm from Texas. Um, but we're so grateful for this podcast. We hope it's been uh, an encouragement to you in your life as we have covered um, a lot of great topics. We mm-hmm. think great topics, some hot topics. <laughs> yeah, recently some hot topics. Yep. I think one reason we love the podcast um, and we hope that it is a blessing to you is uh, because in family ministry, you know, we walk the line of um, the last thing that we want to do is add more events to your calendar. Correct. Because the families in general are busy. Mm-hmm. Like we live in a world where, you know, there's a lot going on and family time is precious. Um, time with your spouse is precious. And so we try to think outside the box sometimes of how can we still deliver maybe some helpful um, content and just topics and discussions without having to say, okay, come back on this night uh-huh. and take time away from your family. So that's one reason we love the podcast. Yeah, it's portable. You can take it with you in your car while you're at home, whenever it's convenient, uh, because we do live in a world that is super busy. And the last thing we want to do is to take you away mm-hmm. from your family, mm-hmm. from your marriage, from your kids. But we love when we hear from you that it's... Um, you know, something that's ministering to you. We love when you share it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not because it has anything to do with us. We don't we don't benefit necessarily from yeah. this podcast. We just are so thrilled um, that God would give us the opportunity so that we can um, share His truth yeah. and how it's impacted us, and um, certainly how it's impacted other people we've been able to interview. So we have a yeah. lot of episodes in the archives. Yeah, and we would love to direct you there anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, we haven't been offered to be sponsored by anyone yet. Um, I think we have tens of tens when it comes to listeners. Kidding. Um, But we are so grateful for each one of you, and um, we're so thankful to be able to offer this. And, uh, you know, we're coming up here and wrapping up Reengage and Merge. Yeah. Reengage is our marriage ministry. Merge is our pre-marriage ministry. Yeah. Reengage has essentially been 17 weeks, Mm -hmm. a marathon, which... In some ways, marriage is a marathon. (laughs) It's a pretty good metaphor. It's not a short distance race. Mm -hmm. It's one that requires diligence um, and perseverance for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, But it gets a little snapshot into what marriage is all about when you have 17 weeks where you're diving into Mm -hmm. some really great biblical truths. Yep. And this is our fifth round. Can you believe it? Of reengaged, right? We've done it five times now at Grace, mm-hmm. in one one way or another. Um, that includes kind of our pilot, which happened in 2020. So <laughs> that was a little dicey because we didn't get to wrap that one up. Yeah, uh, we had to do it creatively online. But um, I, I'm excited 
it's kind of surreal. You know, you always go, I always start another round of re-engage and think, okay, 16 weeks, here we go. Mm -hmm. Like, feels like a long time. But honestly, the weeks fly by. Um, it's a highlight for me in many ways. Um, not only because you and I, it's good for our marriage. We spend that time together each week, yeah, talking through a different topic, praying about a different topic, um, answering questions in our workbook together, which, you know, let us be... Let us be an example here. You would think five times over we'd be so sick of all the lessons, but I'm telling you, yeah, I never get sick of them. Yeah, and you never move on from them or graduate no. from them because they're biblical principles, um, and so you just you never move on from the truth. You never do, and you know, some in some seasons it's like, gosh, the areas where we're really strong, maybe in one particular season, yeah, then you know, certain other topics kind of rise to the surface. Oh yeah, we could we could work on that. And then, you know, two rounds later, it's like, okay, the things where we were strong, those are now weaknesses in the areas where, you know, yeah. the opposite is true. So I, I love reengage, but um, I also love the community aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You know, we get to be in a small group with couples, um, and we, ha you and I personally have, I mean, we've made some great friends through yeah. reengage. Yeah, we have. It's really connected us to other couples in a way that yeah. almost, no other thing in our life does. Yeah, it's right? made a large church feel small. It has. And um, and so if you're listening and you're a part of Grace in some way, mm -hmm. you know, get involved in a small group ministry. Uh, pretty much every ministry at Grace mm -hmm. has some kind of small yeah. group community. Yeah. It's so vital to staying connected and yeah. feeling like you're a part of something where you have people who are encouraging you, praying for you, holding you accountable. Such an important part of the Christian life. Yeah, and I'm thinking of, of our group right now uh, that we're in with, let's see, one, two, three, four, five other couples. Mm -hmm. um, and then our last group, in both cases, we've had somebody um, in crisis. Yeah. Not necessarily in their marriage, although, you know, maybe that's happened a little bit here and there, but like a life crisis, like something, you know, a, a parent dying, a child with a diagnosis. And it's been so beautiful to be able to come around each other because we've spent so much time together Yeah, that we have like a little insight into each other's lives and it's just built in support. Yeah. Um, so goodness for, there's a million reasons to join re-engage for no other reason. <laughs> just to make other couple friends is a yeah. great reason to yeah. join us. Totally. I'd agree 100%. And I think coming here, you know, at the tail end now of our fifth session of uh, Reengage, there's a lot that we have learned yeah. about uh, marriage and the importance of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so maybe we just, we'll take a little bit of time here to share some of the feedback um, in a general way yeah. uh, that we got from a lot of couples who just are now completing uh, RE. And uh, it's been really cool. Because it's reminding me, um, like, okay, the gospel is not just something that we uh, believed early on in our walk with Christ, but it's something we have to continually revisit and rework daily, daily mm -hmm. into marriage. Mm -hmm. So pivotal. And so maybe we'll just share some of the truths mm -hmm. we've we've learned from these evals. Again, we're not going to specify, give anybody's names. Yeah. It's just overall, this is what we're seeing. This is what we're hearing. This is what we're learning. And um, and hopefully it'll be helpful to you. Yeah. And so I think one thing that's that's been of huge importance is realizing, based on the feedback, that if you're not fighting for your marriage, 
you are going to be drifting mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I think everything about this world wants to pull us away from Christ, his word, and the most important things, the gifts he's given us in life, especially, I think, marriage, mm-hmm. because of how marriage points to the significance of Christ and his church. And so I think the enemy puts a bullseye, puts a target on marriages. And so I think I've been reminded of a, the spiritual warfare mm-hmm. and that we've got to employ the weapons of our warfare, mm-hmm. of God's word and prayer. How, how many times have we heard this, babe? The resounding theme from testimonies of people who said the lifeline, the thing that connected them, the thing that was really the pivotal moment in their marriage came through praying together. Yeah, that's been a common um, recurring theme from our speakers. Every single week in Reengage, um, we have a couple share a testimony about their um, marriage. And sometimes it's on the topic that we're talking about that day. Other mm-hmm. times it's just how they have seen God work in their marriage. But uh, we never say like, hey, can you make sure to say, you know, X, Y, and Z, right? <laughs> right? Uh, but it is uncanny, uncanny. how often... Um, you know, they will say like, you know, it's always super honest and raw. It's never like, hey, we're the experts and we're going to tell you what to do. But almost every couple will share like, here just here are some things that God has shown us or done in us or um, maybe even convicted us of. Yeah. And one of them is the importance of prayer, of coming together in prayer. Yeah. Um, it is such a unifying thing. Mm-hmm. It is such a, a way to um, not only tap into the heart of God because you know we're communicating with God, right? We're having yeah. a conversation with Him, but it's a way to tap into the heart of one another mm-hmm. and to hear kind of what's most um, important on your mind yeah. or what it is that you feel burdened to bring right. to the Lord. And you know that doesn't always come out in a normal everyday conversation no, no. in between activities and you know, yeah. work. As I heard it from one guy, he said, it's really hard to be fake with your wife in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really does reveal the condition of your heart and um, what you really care about and love. And it re- I think it repositions, realigns you with the heart of God and uh, connects you uh, together in your marriage on a deeper level mm-hmm. that then is obviously raising up uh, protective spiritual barriers so that the enemy doesn't have his place or find his way into your home and into your marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing about it, too, is um, that's always encouraging is it's never too late to start. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some couples are super disciplined, and this is a daily habit yeah. that they have, you know, started with one another and, and continued, and others have never really prayed together, maybe over a meal, but never intentionally just, you know, about their life. Maybe separately they have that conversation with the Lord, been together, and so... It's always great to hear um, from from these couples this common thing because I think it encourages all of us in the room like, yeah, you know what? We could do that. Yeah. We may not have done that for you know X number of years, but there's no reason why we can't start it today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think prayer invites Jesus into the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many times I've had numerous counseling situations where it just seems like, gosh, all hell is broken loose. Hmm in someone's marriage. And, uh, and I'll ask them, when's the last time you've prayed with your spouse? Mm-hmm. And they literally cannot recall when the last time it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. 
um, you need to engage in prayer together. Mm-hmm. And as much as maybe you despise doing that, um, I promise you, if you're obedient to the word in this area of your marriage, God will absolutely enter into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's, that's the, a lot of times the missing piece mm-hmm. when it comes to winning the battle for your marriage. Mm-hmm. Are you crying out to God together in prayer? Mm-hmm. Um, huge, huge part of it. Yeah, and you know, when we think about um, the love of God, I mean, it's not passive. Mm-mm. It's active. It's active. Right? And so our love for our spouse, if we're going to model, um, you know, what's been shown to us, yeah. we have to actively fight and we have to actively choose to love one mm-hmm. another. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, th- the thing about re-engage is, and I, this is why 16 weeks is so good. Yeah. I, you know, I hear you say this a lot. It it builds habits mm-hmm. almost unintentionally. Right. Because it forces you, uh, force is not the right word, but the structure of it yeah. is that you come together before each Sunday to talk about this topic and um, that we're going to talk about on, you know, the corresponding Sunday. And it just, it starts a routine of you checking in with yeah. each other weekly. Yeah. Yep. And that, you know, seems so goofy. Like, why is it so hard to check in with each other when you live together and you do life together? But, you know, there's a thousand things constantly vying for our attention. Mm-hmm. And we're human. And so we're tired yeah. and <laughs> we get crabby sometimes. And, you know, we can just miss each other right. pretty easily and never talk beyond a surface level. Mm-hmm. And so I love that... Um, you know, reengage offers this opportunity to just connect yeah. each week. Yeah. And there's not a there's no quiz. You don't walk in and get quizzed on whether or not you did your homework or <laughs> we haven't had anybody fail. <laughs> Nobody's failed out of reengage. We've not kicked anyone out. <laughs> so it's definitely for your benefit and you'll get the most out of it that you are willing to put into it. Yeah. Um, but it is there for you as a tool to just kind of revisit the basics, which, you know, if we think about the Christian life, this is what we do all the time. We mm-hmm. revisit the basics, the mm-hmm. basics of the gospel, but also the disciplines of the Christian life. Yeah. Prayer, being in the word, um, being in fellowship with other believers, right? Um, th- these are things that are repetitive yes. in our life because yeah. if we don't do them, we forget them. Yeah. And I think too, as we talk about um, the importance of creating these habits, um, it's really easy, as we were mentioning, to drift to allow our hearts to become cold and calloused mm-hmm. and distant from the Lord and from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me think of Second Peter, where multiple times within those three chapters, he says, I write this to you by way of reminder to stir up your heart, to stir your heart with the gospel truth. Hmm. And I think continually in marriage, we have to stir our hearts with the gospel truth. Otherwise, our hearts will become stagnant and diseased. Yep. And then our marriages will become stagnant and diseased. Mm-hmm. And so we need the stirring of, of the gospel upon our lives and that continual stirring, the mm-hmm. habit mm-hmm. of doing that. And that is what's such a great benefit and offshoot of reengage. It puts you in a position to do this on a week in, week out basis. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes so life-giving for that marriage because they've incorporated something into their life, into their marriage that is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still get questions all the time about, you know, so is re-engage just for, like, you're in trouble, right? Like your marriage is in trouble, so you go there. 
And certainly, if your marriage is in trouble, number one, you're welcome. Yeah. And number two, it absolutely, we think, will make a difference. Yeah. But we, we want to always make it clear that re-engage is not only for one segment right. of marriage. It is for any marriage in any condition mm-hmm. and of any length. That's right. Right? So sometimes we have couples who have been married 50-some years. Other times, we're you and I are personally in a group right now with three couples of the five um, who are married under two years. Yeah. You know, like we get everything under in between. Yeah. Kids, old kids, little kids, uh, <laughs> launched kids, mm-hmm. um, empty nesters, grandparents, you name it. We all need reminders. Yeah. And so um, I love that about reengage. It's, it is, you never, out, there's never a time in your life where you could really say, eh, we don't need any help. Yeah. Right. We always need it. Always need it. <laughs> yeah. You're never at a place where, you know, your marriage has reached the perfect 10. Yeah. There's always room to grow, always room to be deepened in the gospel, mm-hmm. always room to, you know, have even a uh, more incredible connection with your spouse. Mm-hmm. I even find, you know, as, again, five times over we've taken this, it starts to make me even think about, like, what are our kids catching yeah. from our marriage? Mm-hmm. Because if marriage is to be, you know, a picture of the gospel, right? Yeah. What are our kids seeing? Mm-hmm. Are they saying, are they seeing a true representation of what Christ did where we fall short? Um, the covenant, are, are they seeing that between yeah. us? And yeah. so that's challenging too. But why don't you share a little feedback, um, Maybe maybe some feedback that falls along the lines of, wow, we were surprised that we needed this mm-hmm. or that this helped. What have you heard there? Yeah, I think there was definitely several uh, responses um, where people didn't realize, you know, the condition of their marriage until they started getting into this curriculum called Reengage because the curriculum comes right at you. Mm-hmm. And that can be really hard. Because it makes you ask questions of yourself and your marriage that maybe you wouldn't want to touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Because then it starts uncovering, unpacking things that maybe you have tucked down and have neglected. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like swept under the rug. Yep. And so I think it exposes things and brings things to the surface and brings things to the light that we didn't realize were, were an issue. And that's the wonderful thing about the gospel and the curriculum because it's not a here's seven tips for a better marriage no it's like here's jesus cast your eyes upon him and follow him and in so doing you're going to see things about your life and your marriage that you didn't see before yeah because we all have blind spots yes and it's personal it's very personal that's what i love about re-engage is it it isn't like okay now point out your spouse's flaws right it's very much no 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 you let the lord deal with them just as he wants to deal with right. you. And I jokingly so tell people inward. that re-engage, I'm like, gosh, I never mm. would have known Steph's sins apart from doing this study. <laughs> it's been life-giving. <laughs> well, you live with me, so you're pretty aware of them. <laughs> no, the whole motto of re-engage is you draw the circle around yourself yep. and not around your spouse. And you work on everybody in the circle first. That's right. And that's the whole point. Because when you become a healthier person, because you're drawing closer to the Lord, um, it's going to draw you closer to your spouse mm-hmm. if they're willing to do the same. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, some of the the topics that we 
cover and re-engage um, because again, this isn't like a, we don't give tips on how to communicate better, how to, um, I don't know, how to make your, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What would yeah. be another tip? <laughs> how to make things spicy in the bedroom. Right. We don't do that. <clears throat> we so talk, I think that's an offshoot. Yeah, it is. It happens, but, um, and we want that to happen, but mm-hmm. we talk a little bit more about the heart level stuff. So yeah. we talk about love and brokenness, grace and humility forgiveness Mm. forgiveness is a big piece of the puzzle yeah wow Um, yeah and i I think just touching base on that real quick um it's been my experience too over the years that this forgiveness piece um might be one of the hardest two lessons Mm -hmm. we cover Mm -hmm. again i think the heart is prone towards legalism towards justification towards i don't want to admit i'm wrong or confess that to someone else um, but forgiveness is such a blessing when we're willing to when we're willing to actually do it. Yep. And I've literally have had couples where it's been gut wrenchingly hard, hmm. revolting at times to bring couples to a place where they're willing to say, "I'm sorry, will you forgive me?" Hmm. And you can see in the midst of that, literally from a physical standpoint, right, with with the, the communication from their body language, mm-hmm. that is a spiritual battle Mm -hmm. but i would tell you on the flip side when couples have willing to in humbleness and humility um confess their sins to one another and ask for forgiveness it is Mm life-giving and you can see the countenance in them change Mm -hmm. and you can see like literally spiritual boulders lifted off their shoulders Mm -hmm. and you can see a like movement towards one another there's a softening and there's, there's like literally you can see like this spirit like bringing about love and joy once again in a marriage that was all about hate and anger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's incredible when we've witnessed things like that and can just tell you that God is at work. And one of the areas I think he works best is in this area of forgiveness. And we're willing to do hard things. There is no doubt a blessing on the other side. Yeah, it, it kicks the door open to all kinds of possibilities yeah. when you're willing to forgive. And the main idea in that whole lesson, too, is that we have been forgiven everything mm-hmm. by God's grace. And so, therefore, we are able to forgive yeah. our spouse. And yeah. so, again, it just really gets to the heart of look at what God's extended to you. Mm-hmm. Now, why do you think you can withhold that from your spouse? Yeah. <clears throat> and certainly, you know, it's not it's not easy always. Um Heard is real, but anyway, that's a that's a really pivotal one. Um, yeah. We talk about commitment. Talk about truth. Yes, not believing the lies mm. um, regarding your marriage. And um, is that something we need today? Oh, uh, we could yeah. spend a lot of time on that, and we probably will in the future. Matter of fact, maybe it's a little hint of what we'll do this summer, is we're gonna maybe unpack some biblical truth when it comes to developing a accurate biblical worldview yeah which it will impact every every part of your life mm-hmm. um, we talk about communication and conflict those are always um, really great lessons too expectations sometimes we have yeah all kinds of expectations for one another and sometimes we forget to communicate those right which then leads to a lot of hurt uh-huh. <laughs> um, understand you and I shared a testimony on that idea that we're called to live with each other in an understanding way yeah 
celebrating those differences, right? Yeah. How many of you realize that you and your spouse are drastically different <laughs> from the word go, from the moment we are conceived? Opposites address. <laughs> Men and women, we have different DNA when it comes to what God has placed within us when it comes yeah. to a male and a female. Yeah. I love the beautiful whole... Beautiful differences. Beautiful differences. Yeah. And, and at times, I think, um, gosh, God is a God of humor, and we can see this when it comes to trying to figure out our differences in, in marriage when it comes to what I think uh, and what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Tim Hawkins. He talks about the differences between boys and girls. And he's got a girl and three boys just like us. Mm. He's like, my girl comes down in the morning and she's got some kind of Disney song on her lips and she's just floating through the kitchen and doing some kind of dance and twirl and uh, it's a whole show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my boys are just violent. <laughs> sons of, sons of <laughs> sons thunder. Sons of thunder. That's what I like to call ours. <laughs> After as, James and John. As a, right? as a young boy, how did you communicate <clears throat> to another young girl that you liked her? You threw a rock at her. Yeah. <laughs> Right? And that's what Tim talks about. He's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And with all my heart and with all my soul, I shall throw this rock at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, talking about the lies, culture takes some of those differences mm-hmm. and turns them into weapons. Yeah. Um, things to despise right. about one another. And it's so good to just revisit, wait a minute, who who created us with these differences? Right. And not that we don't, you know, we aren't looking to always grow in our sanctification, that there's not refinement that, that comes through yeah. marriage. But right. at the core of who we are, male and female, God created us differently for a right. reason. Right. And that is going to play out in your marriage. Totally. You didn't marry you. Right. Praise God. Right. <laughs> right. You, God Absolutely. put somebody with you with a purpose to help grow you and sharpen you and help you where you're weak. Yeah. And, and most importantly, so that together as a team, you two can mirror and image the gospel. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's a God given thing, not a curse that most women have this ability to connect emotionally, really good emotional intimacy. And maybe men, not so much, Mm -hmm. not always the case, but generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, men have this protective nature that literally will incite violence to protect their, to protect their house, protect their, their, their loved ones. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad thing. That's actually a really good thing Mm -hmm. directed in the right way. Um, and so, yeah, I think those differences are God given and they're actually, actually really good. Yeah, and then we round out kind of the the last few weeks talking about emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy, uh, spiritual intimacy, Mm -hmm. and then we end on this idea of diligence that we don't just graduate. We don't get to the end of the the book, end of the lesson, end of the class and say, well, now we've achieved it, so there's no more work from here on out. We want to stay at it. Yeah. And we I think, don't want to just avoid divorce. We want to grow in our oneness. Right. Right. But I think doing this is, is a great way to divorce-proof your marriage. Absolutely. Um, because it will instill things. It will build character into you. And it will absolutely um, reconnect you with your spouse if you feel like you're at a distance with them. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to do those hard things and go through the homework and be accountable to a small group, there's a lot that can happen in your marriage that yeah. is so cool. Um, but I think, too, as we kind of wrap up here, um, another thing that was mentioned as you, we just kind of walked through all these different principles about how people talked about 
in the evals um, that going through all these lessons, touching down on all these topics has really like been life transformational for their marriage. Hmm. Not because it's like, or we're good at like, you know, again, tips and tricks. It's not because um, there's anything spiritual about the underground where we meet, <laughs> right? right? We're not walking on holy ground. Like we're not, there's not a burning bush down there and, or anything like that. We're, we're asking people to like have an encounter with Christ through his word mm-hmm. and the gospel and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And we're willing to submit our lives to the authority of his word and be obedient to what he has to say to us. Mm-hmm. It can be transformational in our lives and for our marriages. And so there were several people that said, this was, this was so good. This, this, this changed our marriage. Mm, love that. And again, that's not unto us. No. That's not unto re-engage. No. That's unto the name of the Lord. Yep. Be praised. And his gospel is, is alive and active. Absolutely. And his gospel, um, as it says in Romans one sixteen, is a power that can absolutely change a person's life. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, Reengage provides this unique opportunity as well for um, evangelism, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because many people who are married, I would say most people who are married want to stay married yeah, and they want a better marriage and they want a more fulfilling marriage. And so it's, what's interesting is believer or, or non-believer, um, Christian or pre-Christian, the goal of having a better marriage can be a, a shared common thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, first and foremost, we think all, we think everyone should take re-engage. Yes. Um, because it will help your marriage yep. and it will grow you in the gospel but also, yeah. it is such a fabulous invitation mm-hmm. for you to to reach out to anybody who's married in your life That's right. and say, hey, do this with us. Yep. And in doing so, of course, we hope that their marriage will you know, improve. But more than that, we hope that if they don't know Christ yet, believe me, they will be introduced to all facets mm-hmm. of who he is, mm-hmm. what he's done, what the gospel means, why it changes everything. Yeah. Um, you know, the goal is not just to grow this huge class or to grow our church even, right. although I think both of those things could happen, but the goal is for the gospel to go out Yeah. and marriage is a really unique area where people will let their guard down a little bit because mm-hmm. they want a good marriage. That's right. And so we're really, um, you know, I, I see myself kind of wanting to shift, like, absolutely, please take re-engage with us. Like, this is your invitation. You always have a standing invitation. Take it many times over. Yeah. Grow in it. Become a leader with us. But also, open your eyes to whoever is in your world, in your sphere of influence, who is married, who needs truth. Yeah. Even more than a, a great marriage, they need to be set free yeah. by truth. They right. need the gospel. That's right. And let us partner with you and provide the opportunity where it will absolutely be shared in a very non-threatening way, yeah. actually, yep. through stories of other people in their marriage. That's right. Through the scripture that we read every single week. This reengages is, is full of scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, just through th- thought-provoking questions, I would say, even. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an excellent tool. So it is. I think we should spend another podcast talking about merge because we haven't even touched on merge and merge is super exciting too it is it really is this marriage um you know i think again just as as our world is is 
falling apart. Falling apart. This hits a felt need. Yeah, and in quickly lives. drifting from truth. Mm-hmm. Marriages are are doing the same. That's right. And so this is such a great opportunity to get rooted in the gospel. Yeah. And to watch the gospel unleash itself in your marriage and change it from mm-hmm. the inside out. Yeah. So if you want a safe place to work on your marriage, yeah, consider join us. joining us for Reengage as we relaunch come September 11th here in the fall. Oh, September. Okay. We have a date. There yep, you go. We got a date. All right. It's happening. Well, babe, why don't you pray for um, our listeners and then we will wrap up this yeah. session. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for what we are learning through this marriage ministry and how important the gospel is and how we have to continually work that into our lives. Um, because if we don't, we're going to find ourselves drifting and becoming distant. Um, and we're going to adopt some other model apart from Christ's word for our marriage. And it's not going to work. Only one thing works. Mm -hmm. Christ's life, death, and resurrection and the implications it has for our life and for our relationships. Thank you so much for today. Grateful for the summer. Hopefully it's just an amazing time of cabins and vacations and uh, spending time at home with kids and whatever that looks like for everybody out there. Jesus, thank you. And we praise you for the gospel. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining us on the family huddle. And we look forward to being with you again next time. We'll see you then. All right. Bye-bye. And that is a wrap on another episode of the Family Huddle Podcast. Um, Travis and Steph took a long time at the beginning of this episode to kind of walk through, um, again, just how much we really do appreciate, don't take lightly or for granted, that anyone would choose to spend a little bit of time with us and how we really do appreciate the opportunity and the fact that this is just another way for us to come alongside of the families. Um, that either attend Grace with us, or maybe you've just heard about our podcast through a friend or family member. But we are so thankful that we get to be part of your life, even in this small way. So if you are interested in any of the things that Travis and Stephanie were talking about today in regards to re-engage, as they mentioned, we are kicking off another class um, in the fall, but we've got other kind of random things and ways for you to get connected at Grace and Community and we are always here to be a resource to walk through. This is what we're doing. This is what we're thinking about. Um, point you in the direction, get you connected with other people or other ministries. And um, yeah, ultimately to just continue to go to God, find out what he has to say about life, about relationships, and then how the gospel can practically touch down in our lives and homes and in the decisions that we're making. So again, we do hope that this summer is a time of rest and refreshment for you, for your family, whatever that looks like. Hopefully you're able to continue tuning in even as our episodes kind of keep trickling out. And also, as they mentioned, um, go back and listen to some favorites or if there's some you've missed, um, the summer would be a great time to, as your schedule is probably adjusting at least a little bit, uh, yeah, get through some episodes maybe you haven't gotten to or go back to some favorites. As always, um, please reach out to us if you need anything. We would so appreciate you doing all the little things that help podcasts to be easier to find. So like a post, comment on things, share an episode, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. All of it means a lot to us. Thank you and we will see you soon.